Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in the studio, joined by Randy Exton. What's up, buddy? Good day, my friend. 483 episodes in. Is that, how we're, is that where we're at? That's what I was told just before this. <laughs> when I asked, what episode is this? He said 483. It makes sense. Glad you're keeping track. Guys, thanks for sticking with us this long. You haven't been bored yet. Hopefully, we've helped you along the way. Uh, leave us a review if you don't mind. That helps our uh, ratings getting seen. Uh, five stars would be nice. But, uh, you know, I'm not here to bribe anybody. <laughs> oh, real quick. Where... We're going to host a special yes. 500th episode, and I guess that's in 17 episodes from now, if I do my math correctly. Um, we want to get your questions, and the way we're going to do this, we're going to post a link to have you call in and leave a recording, like you're leaving a voicemail. So all you'll do is uh, introduce yourself and ask a question, and then we'll play. We'll pick you know 10 or 15 questions for that episode. We'll play it live, stream it in, and then we'll answer the question. So... I think that'd be a cool way to to kind of get everybody involved. And again, it's five hundredth episode. We try to do stuff, uh, fun stuff on the hundredths and the fiftieths uh, of of our episode. So, yeah, we'll post that in the show notes uh, for this episode. I'll have that link in there for you. So perfect, perfect. Yep, awesome. And we'll uh, if you're on our email list, we'll also send it there mm -hmm. too. You can click that and just uh, call in, and you know, hell, yeah, yeah, leave a message. And we'll, we'll get your question answered live. Perfect. All right, so this episode, guys, this stems from a question that was kind of brewing up in our Iron Circle, um, you know, in our coaching program, actually. And uh, one of our coaches has has been the guy. He's been the guy training all the clients and, you know, obviously as another coach, but, you know, he's trying to work himself into the business owner role. In order to do that, you need to pull yourself from the gym floor. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be the one uh, coaching all the clients, you know, uh, what's the obvious reason that the owner of the operation shouldn't be coaching all the clients? In my opinion? Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't work on anything else in the business, mm -hmm. right? You're stuck to the the operation the delivery of that service. And there, as a business owner, there's a million other things that you can be working on, other income-producing activities. Mm -hmm. um, in a business, I mean, the, the fulfillment should be something that you can pass off, right. pass along, have right. somebody else in that seat so that you're out there you know, navigating what's next. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's no doubt in my mind that in the early days of your operation, you probably will be doing all your sessions. If if not you, maybe you and somebody else. But there's going to come a time where you're, you you got to look at your your trajectory and your path. And like, if, there, if you're ever going to grow your business away from, you know, just the limitations of what you and your time can provide, you're going to need to hire and leverage other employees. Absolutely. And in order to do that, you have to feel comfortable about letting go of the reins and passing the torch. Yes. And while you may never feel truly comfortable, at least in the beginning, it's just something you have to be, it has to be done. And so we've kind of come up with a couple things, tactics, tips, strategies that you can leverage when it's time to kind of pass the torch. Mm -hmm. 
because the, the, the hang up and the struggle, at least with this particular gym owner was, uh, you know, my whole reputation's on this. This has been my baby. Uh, you know, um, these clients know me. Um, I'm just nervous. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's the first time. And the care for the client. And the care I mean, for the a client. Big, that's a big part of, you know, the belief right. is like, oh, I, like I care about my client so much. I don't want, you know, to put somebody in there and then tarnish that. Yes. You know, them not get the results that they deserve. And, and while I would probably argue there's never going to be somebody that cares as much as you as the owner, um, at least from the training side of the fence, that would probably be the easiest thing mm-hmm. you can, that you can let go. Yeah. Okay. So a couple things to do, right? You've hired this coach, you've gone through the training, they've shadowed you, and it's time to now basically hand them over to the client and you're going to be in the background now. And that's kind of where we're taking this from this transition. The number one Number one thing I think you should be doing is what I would basically call knighting or edifying, edifying, edifying the coach. Like we are knighting this new coach to the new client in front of the new client or the, of the clients with the new coach and saying, Mrs. Johnson, listen, uh, today's the day. I know I've been kind of telling you about this, by the way, communication's key in this whole Mm -hmm. role. You don't just show up one day and have the new coach there and you're not there. Like never do that. But all along the way, they've met this coach. They've shadowed during your training sessions. And, you know, today's the day, Mrs. Johnson, I want to let you know, I'm going to be stepping back today. Um, you're in great hands with Joe Fitness, <laughs> Joe, Joe, the new coach. Uh, you're going to tell them how great they are. You're going to say he's got, you know, education and from this college, he's got this certification. He's more than capable. You're in great hands. Um, and and all, as always, Mrs. Johnson, I'm always here mm-hmm. keeping an eye on things. And, and I'm here for questions if you need me for anything. But today's the day we're going to hand this new coach off. And I'm just going to keep an eye on things from the background. And as always, uh, you know, Mrs. Johnson, you're in great hands. But if there's anything that comes up, feel free to let me know. And by doing that, first, it puts the c- coach in, you know, in an edification role where they, they're now worthy to take on take on they're the on the pedestal in a way right yeah, on the pedestal yep. and the other thing is mrs johnson doesn't have to worry about you not kind of keeping an eye on things like you're going to go um you know watch netflix at home you're actually <laughs> still in the business but today's the day we're going to hand off the thing okay that's that's the number one thing you can do obviously across the way you'd be communicating they're shadowing you you're shadowing them and then now you're off the floor so that's that would be the fir- the phases let's just kind of recap you hire a new coach you do training off the floor they shadow you on the floor, you reverse shadow them on the floor, and now you're handing the torch off. There you like go. That's the four steps, I would say. Sure. So that's, that's kind of the first thing. Now, the next thing after that is you're going to keep an eye on them, and hopefully this has happened already, but let's just say you're watching from a distance and they're making a mistake. Sure. Um, if it's not going to cause an injury right on that spot, I would never go and correct that coach in front of the client. Sure. Do it after the session's over. Grim, hey, you know, hey, Joe Fitness guy, um, listen, I saw you doing box steps. That box was way too high for Mr. Johnson. Let's go ahead and step that down. Here's why. And, uh, you know, great job out there. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you go out there and take the box out, throw the little box in, like, hey, Joe, this was way too much for Mr. Johnson. You just ruined that whole. <laughs> yeah, you devalued the whole thing that you just cr- tried to create, yeah, right? And yeah. You, yeah. To that point, you were you were saying like the one thing in the handoff that I think is really important is to let that client know, like it, in that transition, as you're edifying them, 
that, you know, up to this point that clients trusted you with their results, I trust this person to get you the same results. And therefore, you know, like it's, we're on the same team, you know, mm-hmm. trust is the big thing right here. And, and as a business owner, when you're instilling somebody else to do that work, you have to trust them. You have to back to our, I mean, from the early days of us working together, even, you know, the 80%, right? If somebody can do the task about 80% as effective as you, and mm-hmm. you need to be removing yourself from that uh, position, that's when they're ready to step in. And then your job then becomes coaching them up, right? And it's, it's bringing them to that completion and finding those little gaps and, and gains and, and helping them become the best coach that they can in that arena. Yep. Make sure they have the education, <laughs> yep. bringing them in. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is toss that to the that, that new co- that new coach to the old clients and never talk to them about it, right? This is the more time that you put into this phase of the operation, the better because you want to set them up for success. You want your coach to feel comfortable, and if you if you miss a step in there, you, you could be right back on the training floor. That coach is gone, and the clients are pissed and yeah. they left. Like that, the whole thing can blow up in your face. So Absolutely. obviously, you got to take this seriously, but you have to do it. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Yeah, and that, that's that right there. That would, I'm glad you, you mentioned that because that at some point of the business, you can't just work more. You can't just take more clients on. You can't just extend yourself in the operation and just think that that's going to be the thing that's going to leverage, you know, create the tipping point, if you may. And all of a sudden success happens after that fact. Like this is a who, not a how problem. And you get to a point of the business where it starts to become who is the person that I need in these positions, not how can I go do that. Mm-hmm. And this is the, like this is that first step for somebody in that role. But I mean, maybe it's your second or third coach. Maybe it's your, maybe it's an admin in the business. Maybe there's, there's other roles and responsibilities that you can take off the plate. Start to think about it as a, who can do this in my organization, not a, how can I go do this? Yeah, and I think there's there's some hesitation a lot of times when uh, it's, this is the time to have it happen. You're thinking like, well, I, I can just do that work or you're great at that work yeah. or you don't wanna take the time. And I've fallen into this a million times. Like, I don't. It's so much easier for me just to do it, not worry about it, know it's done right, than to sit and take the time and train somebody up and then never know if they did it right unless I ask and it's just like, forget, it, I'll do it type of thing. Um, where the exact opposite 
is happening a lot of times in the digital marketing world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, these other marketing agencies out there, and you know, we're, we're ingrained in, in a lot of digital marketing stuff because kind of that's where our roots are. But I see new companies trying to scale and outsource shit from day one. And it's like, you guys haven't even figured out the, the way to do it right yet. Yep. And they're trying to get people to do the job so that they can scale. Everything's yeah. scale. Yeah. Scale, scale, scale. And while I understand the want and desire to scale, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot if you don't know how to do the damn job first, so you can't even teach somebody else, et cetera. And that's what comes down to the systems, right? Like when you put somebody else in their role and you you coach them and you've taught them the job, the, mm -hmm. the responsibilities that go with all of that, as opposed to just tossing them to the, you know, the wolves, you're creating a system, no different than bringing software into your organization and taking you know, some work off your plate. That person is now gonna be doing some of that work. That is a system and to the benefit, like you said, if you, if you just went back and you kept doing that work, that's never coming off of your plate. You're always gonna be the guy that has to do that because you're not instilling it in a who or a system or something. And so therefore you're always pulled back to that seat. The only way to get out of that seat is to instill a system an individual staffing structure, something to, to do the work. But the reason that we're so big on systems is because quite often you create or you set it up once and that system or that staff member does that job each time that client's in that position. Mm -hmm. And so it comes off of your plate once and for all. I mean, with obviously like to the point of the conversation, you, yes, you gotta, you still have to be there. You still have to actively coach them up, but you're not doing the all of the work yourself yeah and i and i'm also thinking about why why wouldn't a gym owner pull this trigger earlier in the game and i think the other thing that's probably holding people back is like okay this is what i've been doing once i hand this off and somebody else is doing what do i yeah. do like what else do i do <clears throat> and unless and i think kind of going back to when i profit came to be and i was still in the seat it was pulse yeah. and i was like well i had something to do that I needed to do. I was doing both for mm -hmm. a long time. And it was like, well, I need to replace myself here because I'm already doing that. And I think the key for a lot of gym owners to, is to do two things at the same time, work on something else while you're working here. Maybe you're trying to learn marketing and maybe you're trying to do sales and you're trying to do all this other, but, but the, the actual training delivery is pulling away from that. That will open your eyes like, okay, I've got to get rid of this to, to do this now. And let's, let's even dive deeper on that. Let's say that you want to be the, you know, you want some FaceTime with clients or you really enjoy the programming aspect or like there are aspects of the business that you as a business owner want to have your, your hands in. It would be much nicer if you had the choice to do those things rather than the need. Mm -hmm. And I mean that by, you know, when you have all of these things on your plate and you're the person doing it, your time is taken by, you know, it's dictated by the tasks at hand. If you can offload some of those things and give yourself the choice to be in those areas of the arena, like I, I use an example all the time with, with programming, like get that into a system, get that off your plate. If you want to walk into the gym and you want to train a client and you, you're the owner of the business, look, show up, be the second hand, you know, mm -hmm. be the, the floater that's walking around and, and you know, building up clients and creating that relationship mm -hmm. while your, your coach is on the floor doing the cues and doing those things. Just because you take the requirement for you to do the work off of your plate, that doesn't mean that you're never in that seat again. You know, you right. still have the luxury the of walking choice, in right. and exactly the choice is really what ultimately, in my opinion, like that's what we want to create for you. It's just we, when we talk about getting operations, it's not so you go sit on your couch and watch Netflix. It's so you have the choice and the freedom, right? And we use that term all the time, the freedom to decide in your business 
what you want to be doing, where you want to work. And there's nothing wrong if you want to take that time and go invest in something else, mm -hmm. grow a second business, do there something else where like that is what freedom is really all about. But to be handcuffed to your business because you can't create a system or you don't know how to, to build the staffing structure around it. Nobody wants to be a slave to their business. And if, the, if this is you right now, this, this episode is probably extremely valuable for, yep. for how to get out of that seat. This is for you. Yep. So listen, there's right ways and wrong ways to pass the torch. That's what this episode's about. Eventually you're gonna have to pull yourself off the floor, follow those four steps that we kind of just relayed. If you, if you screw it up, you may end up back on the floor. So do it right the first time. And then really pay attention to that coach for at least six months, like at least, if not the whole year, right? Sure. Be around, do meetings with them, keep an eye on their sessions, go back and coach them. But then you're not out there for four or five straight hours. You're now back in the office doing the other things you need to do to grow the business yeah. and end the story. So hopefully that helps. Uh, you know, this obviously was relevant to, to what was happening in a conversation we were having with coach clients. So um, if that uh, if that helped you, great. Share this episode along with somebody else that's sitting in that role right now. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to get off the floor. Share this episode with them. Hopefully that helps you guys. Until next episode, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.